Hello, welcome back, everybody. Cross Point Church Scripture Podcast. We're going to get into God's Word today. See if we can get closer to Him, know Him better. Because, of course, we believe that um, the Word of God was inspired by God's Spirit. That He brought these words to us over thousands of years of history, made sure they ended up where they needed to be. And so we don't take it for granted. We ask God for his help. We pray to him, ask him to open the scriptures to us and give us wisdom and open our eyes so that we can see. One of my favorite prayers is from Psalm 119 where it says, open my eyes that I can behold glorious things from your law. And uh, we pray that uh, for the podcast and for today's episode. Say, God, open our hearts so we can see wondrous things from your law. All right, so we're in the Psalms today. Uh, we're in Psalm 139. Uh, if you're lif- listening at home or somewhere where you c- want to get out your scriptures and follow along, uh, we're in Psalm 139. And uh, as we sometimes do, we usually do a verse, but this time we got two verses because they just go together. So two verses today, you get a little bonus. All right. So Psalm 139, and we're going to do verses 23 and 24. I'll read them first out of the um, ESV version, and then uh, we'll just dive into it a little bit. So Psalm 139, 23 and 24 says, Search me, O God, and know my heart. Try me and know my thoughts. And see if there be any grievous way in me, and lead me in the way everlasting. Search me, O God, and know my heart. Try me and know my thoughts and see if there be any grievous way in me and lead me in the way everlasting. Um, So first, uh, we want to pay attention to some of the structure here, uh, the way the words are put together or the phrases are laid down together. Um, In Hebrew scriptures, it's very important, and in the Psalms and Proverbs, you'll see a lot of cool stuff as you'll have two phrases laid right next to each other. It's usually what a verse is made up of in, in a psalm would be like two thoughts. Not always, but some a lot. And it's like a parallelism where you're supposed to look at the two and they kind of complement or contrast or, you know, reinfo- mutually reinforce one another. And so we look here at verse 23. Search me, O God, and know my heart. Try me and know my thoughts. Um, try me there. It's a little, I don't know how you guys use that, try me. Uh, for me, I guess, being raised in Jefferson County, it was like something you'd say if you were looking to get in a fight with somebody, try me. And so I, I think there's a little bit of a sense there, like, um, God, see what I'm made of. Uh, see what I've got. Try me and know my thoughts. Same idea behind a trial, what a trial does to us. It tries us and sees what's in when it exposes what's inside of us for real. So these two things, it's kind of he's asking God the same thing twice. So it's a reinforcement. Search me, O God, know my heart, try me and know my thoughts. You get the mind there, thoughts is the second part. Uh, Know my heart, the first part. Um, I love that it's personal. Search me, O God. You know, so it's a it's personally directed to God. This is not an impersonal process or a 
pop quiz we're asking for here. This is God, our Father, searching us and trying us. And then uh, 24 has two things laid by each other too, which I'm glad it does because the first one is, and see if there be any grievous way in me. Grievous is like um, anything that's causing God grief, anything that's wrong that would break the heart of a God who loves us. See if there's anything in me that causes you grief and, and lead me in the way everlasting. Now, I said I'm glad that the second part is there because it brings hope. Because so far we're just asking for searching and trying and knowing our heart and our mind and seeing if there's anything in us that causes God grief. And if the psalm ended there, it would be like, oh, man, because uh, I know for sure what God's going to find in me. <laughs> I don't think I'm walking away with a clean bill of health and uh, from a searching by a God. But what uh, the last line gives us is that hope and lead me in the way everlasting. So, in other words, the psalmist has every reason to believe that though God will find some things in him that don't belong there, it's so that he can lead him out of those things. Lead me in the way everlasting. Now, I would say um, this is a very biblical principle here, too, because of the gospel, that God loves us, that his son died for us, and that there's grace and forgiveness and in, in the death and resurrection of Jesus Christ. So in his cross, there's forgiveness of sin. And in, the, and in his Holy Spirit, there is hope for change. So if there wasn't, I would not be praying this prayer here. I would not be going to, to Psalm 139, 23, and 24 if I were you. Search me, God. Know my heart. Try me. Know my thoughts. See if there's any grievous way of me. Man, I'm lost. And if there's no hope for me... I'd be scared to have God get into my business and find out what's up with me, you know. I'd be scared of it. And we should be because he's a holy God. And when we offend him, he has every right uh, to punish us for that. And so only with a firm belief in his grace can we do like the psalmist here where the psalmist knows he's loved because he's eagerly saying, search me, know me, lead me away from this stuff. Isn't that crazy? It's taken me so long, and I'm still not there, but just to know that I don't have to hide from God. I don't have to be afraid of what he sees in me because he's looking with love. I'm just not used to that. I'm used to looking with judgment, looking with, you know, so I'm just not used to it. I don't know if you guys are or not, but I love it. The more I see this, the more I get bold and say, okay, God, let's take a look. If you're willing to help me, then let's look together but lead me in the way everlasting. The way I've heard it before is God loves us the way we are, but he loves us too much to keep us that way. Pretty cool. Um, the rest of the verse is about how God will destroy our enemies and um, save us from them. Uh, 17 and 18 kind of set up the, uh, or rather, go back with me to 15. Um, verse 15, 139, it says, My frame was not hidden from you when I was being made in secret, intricately woven in the depths of the earth. Your eyes saw my unformed substance. In your book were written every one of them, the days that were formed for me, when as yet there was none of them. How precious to me are your thoughts, O God! How vast is the sum of them! If I would count them, they are more than the sand. I awake, and I am still with you. So which would lead us down, you know, to 23 and 24, where when God knows us like that and he's the one who made us, then 
if you can trust in that kind of love and provision in your life, then you can say, search me, O God, and know my heart. Try me and know my thoughts and see if there be any grievous way in me. Lead me in the way everlasting. All right. Um, can we see Jesus in these verses? Yeah, the foundation of grace that we're talking about, for one. So Jesus, um, you know, the angel told Mary, call his name Jesus, for he will save his people from their sins. And... Um, I think these verses point towards Christ because Jesus came to our world and he kind of did this. Does this make sense? So he came and he walked among us and in that way he searched us and he knew our hearts and he knew and he tried and knew our thoughts and he saw if there was any grievous way in us and then he led us in the way everlasting. So if you go back and look at Jesus's ministry when he was born to um, Israel and his ministry to Israel, to God's people, and to his disciples, it, it had this exact shape here, is that God in Jesus like intimately became one of us and searched and knew us by becoming one of us. That's pretty cool. In the incarnation, he became man. You could go to Philippians chapter 2 and get a real good look at this kind of shape in Christ's life. But uh, he walked among us, searching us, knowing us, trying our hearts, seeing our thoughts, knowing our grievous way, and then leading us in the way everlasting by going to the cross, rising from the dead, giving a, pouring out uh, the inner being of God, the Holy Spirit, upon us like he promised he would. And, and now we count on that Holy Spirit that Christ gave us, which is God himself living in and through those who call upon his name uh, to lead us in a way that will not let us down. So wonderful verse. Last thing I'll say is um, prayer is so important. And if you study scripture without prayer, you're only getting half the benefit. You know, we've got to bring prayer into our scripture reading. And so I would just say that you could do a lot worse than be using this um, Psalm 139 verses 23 and 24 as a way to begin your prayers. This is a great way to come before God. Search me, O God, know my heart. Try me, know my thoughts, and see if there be any grievous way in me and lead me in the way everlasting. It's a beautiful way. Now you're now you're before God, you're open, you're honest, you're everything's on the table and you're ready to talk with him. And you're not afraid of your guilt or that there might be something he has against you or anything like that because you come right in and, and the door is wide open. All right, guys, I wish uh, you know, could go on. Love this, just rich verses here. Always love the Psalms. But um, I think we've come to the end of our time. So, so appreciate you being with us. Uh, thank you for the encouragement you guys always give me. And uh, thank you for sharing this podcast with your friends. If you think it'll help them uh, be committed to the habit of daily scripture reading. And I'll see you soon.